This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. On our last episode, we spoke about a couple of Teams Premium capabilities, and one in particular that I'll get to in a second, we're gonna drill down into today. So you've probably already seen it in the title. If you look at the history of sort of interactions from a sales and marketing standpoint and how those teams engage with a prospect, you go back 20, 30 years ago, uh, it was personal face-to-face appointments, phone calls, those kind of things. Right. That transitions, you know, internet came around, email came around. So some of those actions, interactions started to take place on email. You had form fills that emerged, go to a website, fill out a form, submit it. Somebody gets back to you. They might email you. They might call you. Chat came out, you know, probably most prominently, I started to see it about eight to 10 years ago, and it became uh, more and more important from an engagement standpoint. And where we seem to be moving now is to virtual appointments. So almost the combination of a lot of those things that happened before it has the feel of a face-to-face interaction. It has some of the elements of chat and phone. Uh, so Santa, you want to drill down a little bit more on that from, and again, we're, we're looking at the Microsoft ecosystem specifically on this one. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. So we're referring to Microsoft's, uh, virtual appointment, uh, application. Um, so listen, that's a great description that you just gave it. I, I want to describe what it actually is and maybe talk about why we're seeing the shift and why it matters. Right. So, uh, envision if you would that maybe you're on a website, maybe you're on a on, on an e-commerce website, and you have questions about a product that you're viewing right now, then and there, right? Well, today, people would either click on a, a phone number to call it, right? Um, or maybe chat uh, through some type of a chat bot or some type of a chat yep. window. But what if I want to just, I'm here, I'm on the computer, I'm here right now. What if I just want to talk to somebody right now, face-to-face? That's where the future is headed, where now you can say, I need to meet with you right now. And and somebody will jump on this, it's like a a video conference call with you. And the beauty of, of this is that while this virtual appointment app lives inside of Microsoft Teams, the person who's requesting the meeting does not necessarily need to have Teams installed, right? They're going to engage via a browser. So that's, I mean, it's the solution is brilliant, right? I mean, you, you get you get answers right now. So now what's causing this shift? I think um, it's like anything else. I think people just need to get answers now. People yep. want want. It results right away. Um, not to mention, um, you know, when this whole 
I can't believe we still mention a pandemic. I wish I could never <laughs> mention it again, but it comes up, right? Because it changed things, right? So during the pandemic, even the medical field was conducting consultations and yep. they call it uh, telehealth or telemedicine or right? And it was a, a, a hodgepodge video conference. Imagine having the ability for your, your, your patients to go online and schedule that meeting with you without having to call your front desk, right? Well, and Just, a live, even a live appointment, right? So I need to walk in immediately. I can get an on-call doctor immediately, not a phone call back, right? I, I can see Correct. you on video. Now. I can show you the cut on my arm. Exactly. So I think that's one of the reasons why. Also, let's be honest, AI transformation is driving a lot of this innovation, right? At the end of the day, yep. it, it is it is, it is is meeting and uh, and a rising demand for for this type of urgency. Um, by the way, sales. Can you imagine uh, a sales team or a salesperson who's about to go into an actual sales meeting? But before they even get to that meeting, they had an opportunity to qualify this by having an instant face communication with a potential customer. I mean, this is just a, a, a hit, no matter how you look at it, right? Um, now, I will tell you, it is very easy to set up, right? Is there, you know, things are getting easier, right? Low code, no code, all this, all yeah. this lingo you start hearing. This one in particular is actually very easy to set up. So that's a huge benefit. Um, and I'll tell you what's a real kicker is to queue. So there's actually a queue. So let's say that we have five people who are responsible for customer engagement and setting appointments, right? They're watching an active queue and they can see customers who are in the queue for an on-demand meeting or customers who have an upcoming meeting. And, yep. and, and then whoever's available, first available, can go ahead and grab that appointment and have that meeting. So that's a, by the way, uh, just for the record, if you want the queue function, that is a Teams premium function. Yes. So we go back, we go back to Teams, Microsoft, right? And their ultimate wisdom said, hey, we're going to offer you a premium level of Teams. And here's one of the things you get. You get a queue to go with that bookings calendar. So it's important to know that the bookings calendar can work outside of Teams. But if you want the queuing function and if you want the on-demand appointment function, guess what? Yep. That is that is uh, part of Teams Premium for the queue. And, uh, and of course, that's where the virtual appointment comes in. So, And this is an interesting dynamic. And we spoke about this a little earlier today in the we talked about, do we need another episode on this or not? A lot of organizations handle licensing, especially 365 licensing out of sure. IT, right? So sure. my standard E3, E5, whatever it is. In this case, these may become business decisions. This, this Correct, you know, individual IT's, business lines. Yeah, IT is there to enable the business, right? That's their role. But this becomes even more of a partnership with a business unit where you may say, which is our case here, uh, the premium licenses that our team uses, our current model is we've budgeted for them within the marketing organization right. to enable that extra layer of service and have that extra feature right. to work with. This is likely going to be a thing that emerges that, that changes the dynamic a little bit with how 
teams at least to ask for a service, right? And potentially pay for a service. Core stuff we pay for, right? The yeah. know, license that, that relate to uh, images, image developments, all kinds of other stuff that's pure marketing, right? We, we've always paid for as a marketing team. Uh, yeah. But this is this definitely a changing dynamic here. Is there, so you, can you show us any of this today so we can get a look at what some of this looks like? Yeah, I'll tell you what, let me pull up my window. So I'll share my window and then give you guys a quick little demo here. So what I did here, I, I grabbed a browser because I find it's easier to work in a browser. I opened up Teams in a browser. I opened up the bookings calendar in the browser. And then just for the sake of show and tell, I opened up what the customer or potential customer would see the public facing uh, uh, calendar. But I like this setup, and I'll tell you why, George. Because if I'm a, if I'm part of a a group of agents that are watching this queue, yep, I can watch this queue on the browser version of Teams, but use my desktop version of Teams for any incoming inter office messages. That way, I don't have to ever lose sight of the queue. And I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, what's the best way to manage this? I would do it this way open up the queue in the browser and then use the desktop version of Teams for everything else, right? But what you see here in the queue is you see the queue split into two sections, on-demand and scheduled. Obviously, there's nothing currently uh, scheduled, but if somebody went on to the public-facing calendar and said, hey, I want to meet with somebody now, it would show up here and it would send me an alert in Teams. Uh, one thing to point out, the queue and analytics has a little diamond next to it. That is an indicator that these are premium features. You get this as part of Teams Premium. And so that's that's how you know. Uh, so this is what the agent view would look like. Now, granted, if they went to the schedule, they can see the schedule here, okay? But uh, what I prefer to do is I like, I like to keep them separate. I like to keep the queue open because this is where the incoming uh, uh, calls are about to hit your, your 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 meeting queue. Whereas with the bookings, I can keep the bookings calendar open separately in case I want to review any, any any open spots because by the way, the agents can also schedule proactively a virtual appointment with somebody. And so so this is your bookings calendar. Bookings is a separate um, uh, application. It's separate from uh, virtual appointments, but it works. It's the underlying uh, uh, technology that powers virtual appointments. And then from here, you can do everything uh, as far as assigning your staff members, so people who are going to work the queue, uh, your services, and I'll show you what that looks like in a minute, your yep. business information, every, everything that has to do with the configuring your calendar is here. But here's what, what's cool. The public-facing calendar, and this is just a, an example I stood up briefly, right? Um, you can name it whatever you want. I named it public bookings calendar. You can name it whatever you want. When I said services, this is what I meant. So over here, you can select a future date or you can meet now. For example, if I say I want to meet with somebody now, it gives me two services or two options, a 30-minute walk-in meeting or a 15-minute walk-in meeting, right? I get to choose which one I want to have. And then you fill out the information and that will literally set up a, well, a video conference call. That's yep. 
Once you submit that, it hits the queue. The agent accepts it. Now you're talking to somebody virtually uh, on demand. Whereas, of course, it's self-explanatory, but the scheduled uh, offering gives you, again, I chose two, a 15-minute you know, scheduled meeting or a 30-minute uh, scheduled meeting. Same concept. You choose the date that works for you, and then you go to book your meeting. Now, this is a public-facing link, and there is some customization that they allow. Like, for example, I can, I can change the logo. I can change a little bit of the color scheme. That's about it, though. It's not you're not going to get the exact look and feel of like your corporate website. Yeah. Uh, but I think, but I think it's, it's acceptable. Good enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's good acceptable. Enough. And Sonia, but that just gives you an idea. So it's a combination of, of those things, right? A public facing calendar that you set up uh, for potential customers, the virtual uh, appointment queue, which is what the agents will see on, on this end. And then the bookings calendar, which is just a way for you to set up your your, your calendar. So, um, and all your calendar features. By the way, you can you can shut off people. Like for example, let's say that I didn't want uh, Santi and George to work the calendar at this point in time. I can just shut them off and then assign somebody else. And so it, it, it's it's that easy. So, like I said, if there's one thing I liked about this uh, this platform is how easy it is to set up. Um, unlike you know. Sometimes you have other uh, applications or other platforms that you're trying to set up, and it could be a little bit of a, a challenge. Man, this one's really straightforward. All you need is the licensing yeah. piece, right? The the premium yep. license, and and then maybe spend ten minutes really focused on the bookings calendar to get all your little information in, your details, your people. But then you're off. You're off to the to the races. It's like really straightforward. And it's seamless, right? It's built-in integration with Microsoft, right? It's built yeah. into the existing calendars if it's a future yeah. set meeting. Uh, yeah. It's a really clean, crisp kind of setup to implement. And in fact, we're implementing it, right? We've yeah, we are. gotten licensed for a couple more folks on our team, on our business development team. We're going to launch this in the next couple of weeks, test it first a yeah. bit, uh, yeah. verify the functionality. Maybe we'll come back on another future episode and either do a completely separate one on what we've learned from actually using this in the real world. Sure. Or at least give an update, right? But yeah, we expect again, it's you think about that continuum of where the world has gone. It was that you know, way back in the day, people were knocking on doors, right? So it was the opposite, <laughs> it was the outreach to the prospect at their right. place of business, right? Or it was a yeah. phone call. Then it was the email, then it was the form, then it was the we're chat, dating, right? We're dating ourselves, George. We are, uh, <laughs> but it's sort of what was part of the past in a virtual environment yeah. that should enable a little different level of connectivity. Uh, and this has so many uses across different industries. You oh know, yeah. A repair organization might be able to do a real-time chat with somebody now or the sure. client can call in and say, I've got an issue with my air conditioner or I've got an issue with whatever it is in the house and be able to actually show uh, the company on the other end, hey, here's my issue. And then maybe do a little bit of pre-diagnosis and understand what they need to do to get out there. Or right. even you could be a designer who designs kitchens and if your initial conversation is a direct outreach with a an on-demand sort of virtual meeting, 
you can get live access to somebody and see as the business owner, right, or the business person, what exactly yeah. they're dealing with. We did, uh, there was a conversation, I don't know if you remember it, it was one of the panels at the HubSpot conference last year. And they talked about a, I think it was a design shop that did kitchen design actually, right. that they had profiles of the individual people listed on the website so that the prospect coming in and at the time it oh, wasn't sure. live meetings right but yeah. it was it was a little overview of three or four people where somebody maybe designs modern kitchens someone designs right. classical kitchens or whatever and it had their background and you can make a selection of I not only want to, in this world we're talking about, right? I don't only want a, a meeting immediately, but I want the meeting with Sante because it has a description of your background and you feel like that background aligns best to the business needs you have. And that's that's the rep that you would want to talk to, right? So yeah, it, you know, it puts some control. It does put some control. I'll tell you, the virtual appointments app allows for that. So there's a couple of different settings. I actually like this. One, you can actually have uh, individual people as part of the selection so that the, the prospect or the customer can say, this is the person I want to speak to. So you can, you can have that and schedule it with that person specifically. But they have another feature, which is called no staff. In other words, there is no staff assigned, meaning, meaning there is no calendar that it's bumping up against to see what availability there is. No, yep. it is an open calendar. You book it, and every agent just watching the, the queue and whoever's available first grabs it. So you have the, you can go either way, right? It's a matter of how you configure it. But yeah, you can actually choose like a person, and then in that case, they'll look at that person's working calendar and show you the open spots so you can book time with them. Yeah, uh, it's I'm telling you, this is there's a there, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out from uh, Microsoft. This is one of the coolest, in my opinion. Yeah, this app, this really is. Yeah. Aside, aside from avatars and the 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 power of virtual agents, okay, this yeah. is like the this is like the next coolest one. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about just trying to implement it and and using it ourselves. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, so. definitely. Well, folks, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, where we kind of took a quick glance at well, virtual appointments, right? The future of uh, connecting with customers, uh, but. This is a good time to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, and don't forget, we are also available on YouTube where you can kind of watch this podcast yeah. instead of just listening to it. Uh, but until next time, folks, remember this. Stay connected. Visit FusionConnect.com slash Tech Unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.